The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is actually from Seneca letter number nine on philosophy and friendship, uh, but I'm reading this excerpt as a continuation or a conclusion of our discussion of letter number three on true and false friendship. Um, so this is just a small excerpt from a, sh- from a not short, from a long letter, um, and uh it is uh, the context here is he's discussing one of the differences between the Epicureans and the Stoics. So uh, he says as follows, there is this difference between ourselves and the other school, meaning the Epicureans. Our ideal wise man feels his troubles, but overcomes them. Their wise man does not even feel them. But we and they alike hold this idea that the wise man is self-sufficient. Nevertheless, he desires friends, neighbors, and associates, no matter how much he is sufficient unto himself. So uh, last week, we read letter number one, and, uh, and that was a four-parter, I believe. And in part four, on a Friday, um, I kind of talked about my personal reflections uh, and uh, an application. And so uh, it happened to turn out this way, that uh, this week's letter was also a four-parter. And I wanted to just discuss a little bit of, of the uh, applications here. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about friendship, and, um, and I was thinking about how, um, how this year, I mean, this, you know, the, by this year, I mean the, the pandemic, you know, these, uh, 11 months that we've been in, um, I've been thinking about how my friendships have been through this pandemic. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been quite a wild ride because I, I was thinking, you know, about the Ramam's, uh, three categories, you know, a friendship of utility, friendship of enjoyment and friendship of, uh, uh, for a higher purpose. And then within friendship of enjoyment, you have friendship of pleasure and then friendship of trust and security. And I was thinking that like, it's very interesting that, you know, so much of my, uh, social interactions have been, uh, cut out due to the pandemic, you know? And what I was thinking is like almost all of my friendships of utility, um, have been, uh, put on hold. I mean, like I have not, you know, I, I have, I'm not going to go into details, but I, I do have friends of utility that, uh, that, you know, we get along with each other in those contexts. And I also have friends of pleasure, you know, the first category of friendships of enjoyment that, you know, I would spend time with and in, have, you know, in, enjoy their company. And like so much, you know, since, uh, since mid-March, like all, almost all of those friendships have just, uh, been put on hold, you know? And, you know, thank God I have a, uh, a, you know, a, a, a good number of friendships of security and friendships for a higher purpose. Uh, and, uh, and have continued to, to, you know, to talk with those friends. Um, and, uh, but I could just, you know, I can imagine like if a person's, if the bulk of a person's friendships were only friendships of utility and friendships of pleasure and, uh, and this pandemic hits and they can't interact with people like that anymore. I mean, that's a, that's a, hor- a horrible, that's a horrible thing because, you know, speaking for myself, uh, you know, I, I was reminded of this letter from Seneca, this one that I just read here, because he says that a wise man is self-sufficient. Nevertheless, he desires friends and neighbors and associates, no matter how much he is sufficient unto himself. And then he also mentions that our ideal wise man uh, feels his troubles, you know. Now, I'm obviously not a stoic wise man, but I can definitely say that, you know, for the, you know, for much of this, uh, you know, the last six months, uh, 
then uh, I have I have you know managed to get on and be self sufficient uh, you know in terms of the from a social aspect uh, despite not having all those same social channels that I usually have but I feel the troubles you know it's been very difficult I, you know I have had you know, social interactions over the phone and zoom and like a few meals here and there. Uh, and then, you know, I have got, I got to go home to, to visit my family in, uh, in January, but like, it really is, uh, it, it is difficult. And I guess there's no ideas here. I guess what I'm just reflecting on is, is, you know, the, I guess I, I, I did, I took for granted, you know, I, I, I'm an introvert in many ways. And, um, I guess over the 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 um, the pandemic, I guess I took for granted how much I did need the the enjoyment and the the utility of the friends of of utility and pleasure that I have, and how even though like I have these friends of security and friends for a higher purpose, and those are the real real good friendships. It's interesting that that's not enough, you know. And th this takes me back to my point that you know of Seneca in his first letter, uh, or sorry, in, in in our first episode, where he has seemingly in this letter, you know, in, in letter number three, two categories of, of friends, you know, the true friend and the false friend, and he kind of like ignores the friendships of utility and friendships of pleasure. And like, I'm just realizing that like, no, those are those are necessary. They're not the highest levels of friendship, but they definitely are necessary. Um, and uh, without them, then a person really is lacking. So. Uh, not a profound insight, but I just felt I had to like express this thought. Uh, also, I'm recording this uh, at night uh, after uh, just giving two back-to-back -back shirams, so I'm pretty tired. So, not in the not in the uh, the best mood for offering any sorts of uh, deep thoughts. But just wanted to put a bow on that, wrap it up, and uh, we'll move on to the next letter next week. Okay. That is it for today's episode. Uh, you know, there's a statement of Hazal. Uh, uh, that I quoted earlier this week. Uh, uh, I don't remember the exact lashon. Divrit Torah, Ashirim bimkoman va'anim b'makom acher. You know that the words of Torah are rich in one place and weak in another place. Uh, and uh, uh, I I went into this the this episode thinking that I had a bunch more ideas, uh, and I guess I didn't. So it is what it is. Um, if you feel like you've gained from what you've learned here today or on the other days uh, and would like to support my production of even more Torah content, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Link is in the description. Uh, thank you to my listeners for listening and thank you to my patrons for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone. And I'm just realizing now, uh, I'll have to check the count here. Give me one second because... Dun, 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 dun. Looks like... Yeah, looks like Monday's episode will be our 100th episode. Imagine that. So if you are looking for a, a way to celebrate, help me celebrate that, you know, and uh, uh, have been waiting for an, uh, 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 an opportunity to contribute, that would be a good time to become a patron, right? 100 episodes. Shown we're, we're, we're nothing if not consistent. <laughs> okay, so have a good uh, night, morning, afternoon, wherever you are.